It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. He's quick. He's putted brilliantly all week. Can he nudge another one in? Tricky, tricky. This to win. from the New Zealander. He's a Rolex Series winner. He's the BMW PGA champion. And he's done it with a 30 at the last and a closing 67. It is the biggest win of his career. No doubt about that. Well, it can be a strange game, golf, because despite having uh, never clicked, it went, went with previously. In fact, his performances have been pretty poor. Ryan Fox got the last laugh, as you just heard there, the last of his 98 putts at the BMW Championship over the weekend. Best win, yes, uh, of his career. It was a win that means he calls the shots from here and means his PGA Tour dream is realised as uh, another crack at Augusta National for next year's Masters comes to fruition as well. Uh, notably, he beat the entire Ryder Cup team from Europe. And although a lot of the big guns played well and sharpened their tools, there were a couple of performances that we need to take a close look at as the iconic event is right on the doorstep. David Bolesky, of course, is our man at Deep Dive Golf on Twitter. You can check out his full set of tips there each week. But last week, uh, for us three, for free, uh, was very successful. David, good morning to you. A pretty good week all round. Morning, Sylvie. I mean, I just uh, got goosebumps just listening to that radio replay of um, of Foxy making that final part. I and mean, what a, what an awesome performance from him! I think we can all be very very proud of uh, the effort that he put in. Uh, incredible, really. So, as I mentioned, uh, his record at Wentworth was far from flash. What um, what was so damn good? I mean, um, ninety eight putts. That's not many for uh, four rounds of golf, is it? No, I mean, look, he, he did. He putted the lights out, and that, that's that's the first thing. I, we, we spoke about him last week, and I said, look, I I, I don't think he's he's out of contention whatsoever. Uh, driving accuracy certainly plays a plays a part at Wentworth, but Ryan Fox is so you know so adept to the two iron off the tee, and, and we saw him go to that. In fact, on um, several of the holes, and then even going down eighteen, the par five, um, when he at that point would have known that he needed to make birdie. You know the the wherewithal to club down and use his, his three wood um, play in play in position. Um, I think probably a bit of adrenaline went through the fairway into the in the rough and managed to thread the two bunkers. And um, at that point, to make to then make the strategic decision to to lay up, knowing that you've got that ridge on eighteen that feeds and funnels down to to the hole and gives yourself um, a pretty straight putt um, was was pretty impressive. I think you know when you when you think of the the names that were right behind him breathing down his neck, you know John Rahm, Aaron Rye, he could see was going to go for the the green and two and very very nearly made the eagle putt, which would have um, forced a playoff in the end. Torrey Hatton was right there. I mean. You know these are these aren't small names in golf. Like this is the best of the best in the world of golf, and um, Foxy just kept his his calm the whole way through. And um, it was 
it was interesting for me because it was a moment of reflection in some ways to his DP World Tour victory last year at Rasselkeimer where he had a huge lead and he looked really shaky down the stretch and he managed to pull it back. And it's it's a different golfer now that we've seen. He looks so comfortable in those pressure moments. So I think we're in for a very exciting 2024 for um, Ryan Fox. I think we are. And uh, he now can, I guess, sit down and map out uh, pretty much that. He knows he's going to the four majors. He knows he goes back to Augusta. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we, we might be even starting to think about President's Cups uh, engagements going in the future as well. So... Uh, he's done pretty much everything that he has been dreaming about and still rejecting anything to do with live as well. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think he's he's all but wrapped up his um, PGA Tour card with that. I mean, he's su- such a consistent golfer um, and he, he really did need to, I mean, he was sort of 30th on the, the DP World Tour ranking list and the, the top 10 on the DP World Tour now earn a, earn a PGA Tour card and um, I mean, speaking with with, um, with him earlier this year um, in our interview together, he, he said that was one of his major goals. And you get so many DP World Tour points in these um, in these Rolex Series events, and rightly so. I mean, they're, they're the pinnacle of the DP World Tour. So um, with that victory, he's really catapulted himself up the rankings. He's within the, the top three now. And, um, you know, that, to achieve that goal um, is, is amazing, and, and we can be super proud of him. I'm, I'm very excited to see how he's going to perform on um, some of those PGA Tour contests. Um, he's already shown he can go across and um, and compete in those events, so he's got a, got a very big year ahead, and, and in terms of President of the Cup, I think um, there's no way in hell that the captains are going to be leaving him off the team this time around, so um, he'll okay. certainly be in the squad, I think um, we can say that for sure. Okay, so he's uh, lining up again uh, this week, I understand, at uh, Le Golf National uh, for the French Open. Now, tell us a wee bit about uh, this field and this golf course in particular. How does it compare to Wentworth, for instance? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a really strange, quirky little course. It's actually, um, you know, funnily, funnily enough, we've got the Ryder Cup around the corner, and this was the host of the the 2018 Ryder Cup when um, Europe gave the the USA a, a something 17 and a half to 10 and a half. So, part of that for me came down to the style of course that this was that it that it really frustrated the the American golfers because they're so strong off the tee. They love to use their driver. They're generally a longer team than than Europe off the tee as well and this course just basically forces you to take the driver out of play on a multitude of holes there's a ton of water in play um, stadium course kind of setting and funnily enough kind of like a TPC sawgrass in terms of um, narrower fa- fairways that narrow um, further and then lots of water around as well so it's not so much about distance off the team it's like a positional plot your way around plan plan your, your round kind of course um, and then um, a lead approach play really makes a big difference around here as well so you'll, you'll barely hit any drivers um, in your round um, and yeah it's just a very very quirky little course you've got a lot of comps to um, to Celtic Manor funnily enough there's um, some very very strong links in fact some, some of the strongest form lines that, that you'll see all season so I mean Graham McDowell Alex Noren, Tong Chai JD they've won at both of those golf courses at Celtic Manor and Le Golf National. Thomas Peters has had a third at both. Jamie Donson has had a sixth and a fourth. Um, Peter Ewerlein and Richard Sterney have a runner-up at both courses. 
Hugh Slouton won at Celtic Banner and he's finished ninth and 11th at Le Goff National. So there's some really, really strong um, form line links between the two. And Celtic Manor plays a little bit longer, but it's very similar in terms of the questions it asks. Um, there's a lot of water in play, fairways narrow, lots of undulation, um, and really comes down to who can keep their calm, who can keep their nerve, um, not get frustrated at the inevitable bogeys that are going to come on the card and um, plot their way around the golf course to, to post a score and probably something around um, minus 12 to minus 16 will get the job done this week. Okay, interesting. So uh, out of that, um, who, who are we looking at? I understand Minwoo Lee and uh, Tom Kim and Billy Horschel have uh, stayed on uh, the DP Tour for this. Aaron Rye with a good finish last weekend. Uh, I think uh, Foxy is paired with uh, uh, Guido Migliosi as well, the Italian. So, uh, And Victor Perez floating around. What, what kind of player are we looking at? Yeah, so for, for me, it's going back to that recipe of, of driving accuracy and approach, um, just basically discounting driving distance um, altogether. It, it was a bit interesting with this this tournament because it moved from um, it moved from summer to October and in the last two editions sort of as it entered um, autumn time for Europe um, we saw a couple of longer drivers actually win here and it started to, to actually make me question whether that was now going to be the way that this course played but it's been such a dry hot summer in Europe that it's really firm and fast out there now um, on this course and I think that we can we can say that it's going to revert basically to to historically the way it's played, which is um, finding those fairways and hitting those approach shots. The other thing I'll mention as well is that the weather looks pretty dicey for, for day one. So I will throw that out there that there's going to be a ton of rain um, in the morning, really high winds in the morning as well, gusting up to 30 miles per hour, um, and then it really calms down in the afternoon. And then conversely, on Friday, the second day, um, in the morning, it's going to be calmer soon. The winds are going to pick up in the afternoon again to sort of like 28 to, to 30 mile per hour gusts and sort of 15 miles per hour prevailing. So what that means for me is that um, when when the groups go out on, on their tea times, if you start Thursday afternoon, you also get to go out Friday morning and it looks like that wave has a decent advantage this week because um, the wind does really drop down Thursday afternoon. Um, you've got a lot of rain in the morning, so it should be soft. And then Friday morning as well, if, if there's going to be any moisture left in the ground, it will be there Friday morning, but then it's windy, um, the sun's out, so it's going to dry out very quickly and there's not been much rain in the, the region either. So um, those who are going out Thursday afternoon um, and then conversely in round two, starting Friday morning, I think we'll have a decent weather edge. So unfortunately, um, that means Ryan Fox um, for me is in the wrong wave, Tom Kim's in the wrong wave, Aaron Rye's in the wrong wave, and um, I'd rather be looking at someone who's going off um, Thursday afternoon in my selections. Okay. Um, we, we better ask you, uh, if you're willing to, uh, the, the three for free this week. Uh, have you, you got any lined up? Yeah, of course. Yep, yeah, as um, as Louis got his pen sharpened, that's the that's the he's poised. Question. He's poised. He's ready. Absolutely poised. Right. Yeah, he's there. Good man. Um, yeah. So for me, going out of those afternoon tea times, um, Adrian Otegi can get a mat um, forty to one. Funnily enough, these all come in the same the same group, and that wasn't done on purpose. These were selected um, prior to the tea times being released. So um, Adrian Otegi forty to one. Um, you can um, find him. So very accurate golfer. He's got an excellent record here, played very well. And course history does tend to be very sticky on this course as well. So if you've played well here previously, you tend to play well again. And if you've hated the place, um, you're, you're probably in for a tougher 
week. Connor Syme um, is probably my favourite bet this week at 50 to 1. Um, he had a really excellent week um, last week on approach. He was third in the field on approach um, around Wentworth, and he's just in excellent form. He's, he's right bang in form, and he had an oddly quiet week on the putting greens, and that generally means we're going to expect some regression um, fairly soon after that. And a long shot, we know you love a long shot, Smithy. I'll give you Callum Shinquin. Um, you get him at 100 mm. to 1 or on a top 20 at $4.75. Um, again, he had a very good week on approach last week. He was eight. Um, not typically a course that he's played all that well with, but what we've seen with Shinquin as well is he, he's. Um, when he's when he's on with his irons, he tends to carry that form for a few tournaments and then drop off the planet. And he's done this on several occasions throughout his career, where he'll miss a ton of cuts. Suddenly, he finds his approach play, and then he'll rattle off like a sixth or seventh. And then he actually won this year at Celtic Manor as well, which is that um, that course that has those strong links to to here across the form line. So. Um, for me, having been the previous or the latest winner at Celtic Manor, seventh last week at the BMW PGA Championship, um, he was one of the best in the field on approach, and you're getting him at triple-figure odds. Um, that's far too juicy for me to resist. So Callum Shinkwin, $100 or um, a top 20, you can get a $4.75. Indeed. I think he was uh, paired with Ryan Fox uh, last weekend. You're right. Uh, a very, good, very, very good finish. Uh, OK, so... Um We've got, uh, what, the Solheim Cup and women's team golf this week, and then um, we follow that up straight away with uh, the Ryder Cup. And uh, have you uh, had a thought in terms of uh, a team bet here or a margin bet? Yeah, so, I mean, it's difficult now because I... I Back early July, um, for all our readers over at Wind Daily Sports, um, you can find all my links on Twitter at Deep Dive Golf. Um, we we actually tipped Europe at three dollars ten, and so at this point, it's it's really hard for me to say you know Europe a value at two dollars ten. They've just come in so much, and um, the the form just really looks to be um, to be going there to Team Europe at the moment. Um, I would I would say for me that. It's hard to say either side's value. Um, I feel that uh, you're getting Europe at two dollars ten or two dollars twenty, and Team USA at a dollar eighty or a dollar eighty three, depending where you're looking. And for me, it's like, well, that's that's probably pretty fair pricing. I think the USA team's rightfully favourite. I think that Team Europe have a very live chance, especially. I mean, in terms of the top eight, both teams are very very similar in terms of their ranking at the moment. It might come down to those last few places and, and who wins um, their single matches down the the, um, the last day. But for me, yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's any value in in those those markets at the moment. Um, but uh, my my lean is is Europe, just as it has been um, since July. So if you're compelled to to go and put a fiver on it, that would be the way I'd be leaning. But um, yeah, hard for, hard for me to say two dollars twenty value when we got three dollars ten um, a couple of months ago. Fair enough. Uh, as always, David, uh, thanks so much for uh, uh, hopping in on a f- uh, Thursday for us to give us a, a real opportunity to cash in on your knowledge. Uh, Deep Dive Golf on Twitter, folks. That's where you'll find David Bileski. Uh, all the very best, uh, um, my friend, over the weekend, and I uh, hope it cashes in nicely for you. Cheers, Smithy, and um, enjoy the, the cricket when you get over there, too. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, um, uh, it's going to be an experience, I can promise you that. Uh, David, thank you thank you so much. I only hope I've got coverage of the Ryder Cup on when I get there. That'll be good. Uh, cheers, man. Uh, cheers, mate. Th- th- thanks again. Uh, it's 11.18 here on SCNZ.
Uh, do you know if the Solheim Cup is on TV this week? I would be absolutely dismayed if it is not. Absolutely dismayed. I mean, it's, it is the pinnacle of teams women's golf. It is highly competitive. It's the top level of golf between the United States and Europe. And I would be very, very su- surprised and quite miffed, actually, if it's not on this weekend. Um, so check out uh, your Sky Guides. So I would suggest uh, around Channel 54 or, they might even, or 56, they might even have a, a specific channel. 56 or maybe a, a specific channel dedicated to uh, that women's, uh, fantastic women's golf event, the Solheim Cup.